What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the No Gimmicks Podcast here on the DFPN. Got a good show for you guys tonight. Thank you for uh, tuning in, giving us your time. Uh, real quick, want to spend a sh- send a special shout out to my partner in crime on this network thing. Shout out to uh, Mac, aka Boy. Uh, thoughts and prayers with you tonight, and. Uh, uh, nothing but positivity sent your way, brother. So uh, we'll be we'll be holding down the fort for you here, and uh, look forward to when you when you come back, man. But for now, uh, hope you uh, take some comfort with your family, man. For real, for real. Um, but for everybody else, if you are listening to the sounds of our voices and you are not watching us live, please join us. On the Patreon at www.patreon.com slash podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the Bandcamp, datfillin.bandcamp.com. We have new music, merch, uh, I'm sorry, MRK. Mondays are officially back. He's been dropping new music. And uh, make sure you guys go check that out. We do also have merch. Go to our Teespring, search datfillin podcast. There's already been some merch pictures posted. If you do happen to buy our merch, please make sure you uh you go take pictures and you post that for us. Um, shout out to Mission Pro Wrestling as well. Uh, last Saturday was their True Colors event, and it was a very successful event. And we had two participants, actually three participants that we uh, sponsored here on No Gimmicks that put on one hell of a show uh, during this event. Shout out to Maya World and shout out to Brittany Brooks. For all intents and purposes, please go watch this match at titlematchwrestling.com. You can get this uh, entire pay-per-view. If you subscribe, you get all the pay-per-views for free. And uh, this was one of those uh they are they have they're slowly building up a great great uh event schedule so uh make sure you guys go check them out but Maya World versus Brittany Brooks was one hell of a match it was a banger uh reminded me of Sasha Banks versus Charlotte not no exaggeration there uh it was a great match uh, Maya World ended up pulling out the win. Shout out to her and uh, shout out to Gigi Ray who participated in the uh, four-way tag match for the tag team titles at Mission Pro. All in all, very good event. Shout out to Mission Pro Wrestling. Fabulous Frankie D. What is up, man? Hey, man. Same shit, different day, right? Same shit, different day. Now, <laughs> we were talking beforehand. WWE decided they wanted to give us new belts. They gave Asuka, uh, after our last show, Asuka received the uh, WWE Women's Undisputed title. And this past Monday, Rhea Ripley received the Women's World title, effectively throwing more chaos our way <laughs> on what belt is actually prestigious, the prestigious one. Now, here's my thought. Because Asuka holds the undisputed title, 
Roman Reigns holds the WWE Undisputed title. It seems to me that these are the more important championships in the WWE. I say that because A, Roman Reigns holds the men's version of that title. B, Asuka holds the women's version of that title. And guess who's challenging for that title? Lo and behold, we got a returning Charlotte, and she staked her claim to challenge for that title, further angering poor Bianca Belair, who is just shit out of luck. But it seems to me that these are the more important championships in the WWE. So this actually is going to work out great for Bianca Belair because I predict Bianca is about to turn heel. Oh, me too. It's much needed, and um, this is going to be excellent when they pull this off. She, yes. The story is being written there. Same thing with Montez Ford. Um, it's time to turn the other way. It's time to join the dark side. Um, as far as the lineage of the championships go, we, we have discussed this here on No Gimmicks, and I, I want to say this. So, Roman Reigns is the WWE Undisputed Champion, or the Undisputed, whatever whatever he is. Mm-hmm. So, what I've, what I've read is right now, as long as Roman is the Undisputed Champion, the lineage of the WWE Championship is paused until further notice. Roman, Wait, what? Yeah, so Roman Reigns because remember, Roman has the WWE Championship and the Undisputed Championship, the Universal Championship. Right. So the lineage for the WWE Championship dating all the way back to Hulkamania, Pedro Morales. Uh, Bruno San Martino, Bob Backlund, Bret Hart, the list goes on and on of illustrious uh, people who have had that championship. Um, the lineage is paused until Roman drops the belt, and no one knows when that's going to be. So there you go with the lineage. They're only counting, the, they're only they're they're only counting right now. They're only counting the Universal Championship lineage for Roman Reigns, not the WWE Championship. I think they did that because they realized that there ain't no way in hell he's catching up to Hogan. There ain't no way he's going to catch up to to Bob Backman, Bruno San Martino, none of these guys. He's not going to do it. So that's the rabbit they pulled out you know, right there and said, hey, we're going to pause the lineage of the WWE Championship. We're just going to go with the Universal Championship lineage. And you're absolutely correct. Charlotte Flair coming back to wrestle Oscar, potentially beat Oscar for the Undisputed Women's Championship, opens up the door for a fresh program between her and, and a heel Bianca Belair. Which Correct. Is, uh, I'm predicting is going to happen here. Also, real quick, when we and then we'll we'll talk about the the reveal of the other women's championship happening on Raw. I want to say this real quick about the Bloodline storyline, which I don't know if anybody caught on to this or not. So. If you look at what happened on SmackDown here with Jay Uso, I noticed something very, very interesting about him. Jay's hair is now an orange color in the back. It's no longer red. So he's not really sporting the, the, the bloodline look as he previously was. Mm-hmm. Jimmy, on the other hand, Jimmy's hair still is red and black. 
but Jays isn't. So what I'm predicting is going to happen here is Jay's not going to pick his brother, and he's not going to pick the bloodline. Jay's going to walk away. Jay. He's going to be singles. That's where it's going to go from here. Jay is going to be main event Jay on his own. Hmm. He's not choosing a side here. So that's what I predict is going to happen. And they're setting it up that way because it's time for Jay to go on his own. It's time for Jimmy to go on, their own, on his own mm-hmm. and see what happens. And it would be cool. You saying you, you keep Jay on SmackDown. You send Jimmy up to Raw is what I would do. Now, um, they just revealed the women's championship on Raw, the women's world championship for Rhea Ripley. And I have to say, out of the designs of both belts, I have to say I'm partial to the big, the, the women's big gold. I'm partial to that one. I actually thought it looked pretty good. Um, Roman's belt, you know, I, I just Roman and, and Oscar's belts are just rehashes of what they've already done. What I would like to see, and I know this is never going to happen, but what I would like to see since we have these two championships existing in the same universe is I would really love if it was a set brand split, really two separate entities that don't ever meet up. And I would love for them to go back to having split pay-per-views like they used to do back in the day and split (laughs) house shows. I would, I would love that. I would love for, you know, it should be uh, the only time they come together is SummerSlam. The only time they come together is Survivor Series. The only time they come in, oh, SmackDown presents WrestleMania Night 1. Raw presents WrestleMania Night 2. Something like that. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to have these votes, because what happens is, is that you look at them and say, well, shit, you know, you're telling me you didn't beat Balboa for the belt. So you're just a paper <laughs> champion. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> something, something like, something like that. That's that's kind of where I'm getting from it. You know what I mean? I like it. I like it. So, and, and that's that's kind of where we're we're at right now. Looking back on it, because see, Seth Rollins is the workhorse champion. Gunther is the workhorse champion. Bringing prestige back to the IC championship. Okay? Yes, he and is. It's gonna break my heart if he beats the Hockey Talk Man's record, which could possibly happen. It could happen. It could happen. How long has he had it so far? He shit. He's had it for a while. I I I, I don't know the exact number around the top of my head, but he's had it for a minute. He's he's itching on the Honky Talk Man's record. Yeah, he's had it for a minute. So the only question right now is is what are they going to do with the tag team championships, which have also been discussed about possibly giving them a, a, a makeover as well. There's talk that Austin Theory's United States Championship is going to get a, a makeover as well. So it looks like they're changing. They're, they're changing all the belts, um, and you know, because hey, listen, Endeavor just Endeavor's got the company now. They're going to be fully fledged by the end of the year. Um, they're changing everything. It's a new era, really, but it's the same old shit, to be honest. True. It's a new, new era, same shit. Um, you look at you look at the championships here. I mean, Roman is the most important champion in the company. I know they want to put the world title on Seth Rollins, and that's great. And Seth's gonna go out there and knock it out the park. And you know, Rhea Ripley's gonna knock it out the park. But the only two championships that really matter in WWE are on SmackDown, which are which is the undisputed and undisputed women's championship, undisputed uh, championship that Roman has. And that's just what it is. I mean, the guy. The, the, I mean, it, it is what it is. That's that's the politics of wrestling. Yeah, and I yeah. think I think 
them setting it up like that. Charlotte coming out and challenging Oscar is like, okay, I see where the importance is. <laughs> I'm like that because Charlotte Flair, essentially, Charlotte is on the same level of Roman Reigns, right? At this point, she right. she is the female version of Roman Reigns. I will they, I will agree with that. There, there ain't there. I mean, when you look at Rome, when you look at Charlotte Flair and then you look at Becky Lynch, there ain't no comparison between the two. Charlotte is just Charlotte on a whole different, uh, a whole another level. She always has been. The 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 man gimmick and all that. I've, I've really never been a really a fan of that. Um, it, but it, Becky's got it over. You know what I'm saying? But when you look at the the totality of the whole situation, Charlotte and Roman on the same show, that's your super main eventers. You can have main eventers and you got super main eventers. She's a super main eventer. No, that's, that's, that. that's what they are. You know, Brock, Brock Lesnar is an attraction. Roman Reigns is a super main eventer. Mm-hmm. But also at this point, Roman is also an attraction. Because he only comes in when they need him to do something important to push the story along. That's when you see Roman Reigns. And it's an event when he comes, too. Right, it's a big deal. When yeah, you know when, tri- when the tribal chief is coming, you know some shit's about to go down. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I have to tell you, my favorite person right now on the roster, favorite person on the roster right now is Solo Sokoa. Mm. That's, that's my favorite dude on the roster. Solo is is the is is a modern day version of a hybrid Umaga and Taz put together. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying. He and, has it. He has. Yeah, it. he he, he and he's on and, and he has it more now than he did when he was on NXT. Yes, I think I don't know what what that jump was, but I'm glad he got it. I'm glad right. he got the jump. I mean, they've been hitting out of the park this entire time. I mean, everybody in the bloodline, you know that whole. That whole thing, Roman, you know, Jimmy J, um, Solo, Sami Zayn, you know, Kevin Owens, they've been knocking it out of the park, that whole storyline, what yep. they were doing there. So it's it's only going to get better from this point because now, you know, Jay's got to make a decision. And a very interesting thing was he says, if I'm in the bloodline, you out the bloodline to, you know, Paul Hammond, right. which was very interesting right there. So there's a lot of stuff going on there. But, you know, you look at what else is going on on the show. Exactly. Solo has the effect. Yeah. He does. Solo has it. Solo, Solo, Solo will be the one to dethrone Roman Reigns when eventually he comes. Eventually. I see, eventually. I see that happening. But what I see happening in the meantime, now that the Usos are not going to be part of the bloodline moving forward, okay, it's time to bring in these other family members that they have. It's time to bring in um, Jacob Fatu possibly to, mm-hmm. to the WWE um, to bring him in and, and keep the bloodline going, just bringing in other members. Or they'll probably keep it the way it is. Um, who knows? You know what I mean? So we'll, 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 we'll go with that. But, yeah, that's that's pretty much my thoughts on the, the championships. You know, we already know what it is. You got the, the A champions and you got the B champions. And the B champions happen to be on Raw. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is, and I know that that's not knocking Seth Rollins, it's not knocking uh, Rhea Ripley, but we all know who the who the champions are. That the, the most big dogs champions. are on SmackDown. The, the big dogs are on SmackDown, exactly. Yep. And yep. then you talk about SmackDown. Let's let's move into the the TV rights for a second because um, it was reported the other day that SmackDown and Raw are up for obviously up for renewal and. 
the time for Fox and NBC Universal to basically hold on to the rights have expired. So now they can go out to other areas and other entities to see if there's anybody else interested in picking up the WWE programming. Right now, it's being reported that Disney is interested in that. Uh, Amazon Prime is interested in possibly picking it up. There's also Netflix. My opinion on the matter, I don't think they go anywhere. I think WWE programming stays on NBC Universal. Now, SmackDown, I don't know about the Fox situation, but here's the thing. If WWE programming was to move to Disney, then they're going to end up being on FX, not ESPN. And that's going to be a problem because they already have too much sports programming on ESPN to fit the WWE into that schedule. And you also have to look at does 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 the ESPN brand want to have WWE on its on its network and it being a scripted show dilute their brand. So you have these situations here mm. that you have to think about. I don't think they do. They already have their UFC situation, but that's considered, you know, real combat sports, the WWE and the sports entertainment is a show. And ESPN, even though they were built on wrestling, AWA, that was years ago. Right. We're in a different time now, and I don't think they're going to take the chance here on, on putting that on their brand. That's why they would move it to an FX. That's why well, I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I'll agree with you on some parts and some parts I'm not disagreeing, but I'm from what I see, on ESPN leads me to believe that they may be okay on the ESPN. Um, and I think this may work better with a UFC on ESPN too. And the case in point is they already report. If you go to ESPN.com, there's a section on ESPN.com specifically for WWE, which the audience is already there. It's been there for years. It hasn't went anywhere. I think if you get that content and you plug it into an ESPN, I think they may be okay there. Where I think they may excel is the streaming because ESPN Plus is a huge deal and you can add that into the ESPN Plus category. Now, the only thing that that I would worry about specifically is the network stuff. There's where you'd have the problem going with ESPN. Um, and putting that anywhere in a streaming package because that library is vast and you have to have enough room on ESPN plus to fit all of that content. And I don't think, I don't, I don't know if that would be the driving factor to be like, that's, that's too much shit on one, on one platform. Um, but ESPN does really well with content and putting content out on ESPN plus. So what it comes down to with that part of it is I don't really think that the programming is on necessarily end up on ESPN plus. The reason why is because remember, they still got a contract right now with Peacock and that right. contract is not even up yet. Right. This, and that, that's where the problem me, will lie. Right. And that's what leads me to believe that they're sticking with NBC Universal strictly off of that contract they have for Peacock for the network. Right. Now, right. Now you can say this as well. Well, if they don't have, let's, let's just hypothetically say 
they go to ESPN. Okay, cool. What do we do with the network? Well, exactly. we don't have to put our programming on ESPN Plus because we can revert back to the WWE Network because mm. the WWE Network still exists as its own network in other countries, not Correct. here in the United States. Correct. It's just the streaming rights. See, the 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 stream Peacock has the rights to the network, but they don't even have the full network on on Peacock. There's stuff that's still on the original WWE Network that has never been on Peacock, still not on Peacock to this day. Right. So that's where that necessarily would be a problem. But do I think it happens? No, because Disney already has enough debt right now to begin with to be trying to go after the TV rights of the WWE. Then you have to put it on here as to, okay, so if we put... uh, we, if we say Amazon picks it up, okay, are people really going to get Amazon subscriptions just to watch WWE programming? I don't think so. I don't so. think so. No. That's, I don't think so. So that, to me, doesn't seem like a viable option. Uh, then you have the other one, Netflix, right? Okay, they go to Netflix. No, you don't really want to go to Netflix. You don't want to do that either. Netflix is a shit app at this point. So... It, it's shitty. It's shitty live. Their live. Their live programming sucks. Yeah, and you don't want to do that. Right. So, obviously, at this point, you say, "Who do they go with? Who do you love?" You say with NBC Universal. That's who you say with. Yeah. Is Fox gonna give them the same deal for SmackDown? I don't know. SmackDown brings in great ratings for Fox. And they bring in more advertisers. So I I don't think they're going anywhere, honestly. I really don't. Yeah, Fox is a great deal. Plus, they, they're able to... And, and this is why I say they may work good on ESPN. is because uh, Fox, with them advertising WWE, they gained a lot of those football viewers. Right. From 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 the football game, so I, that is the only place I see them like really good. But then you still have the problem of the network. But if you're going to revive the network, then it works. Well, I mean, but it, it's not really a revival. The network still exists, right? It's just yeah, it's just you just bring it back. Oh, hey, the WWE Network is now available as its own entity here in the United States. Right. That's the only issue. It's not the, the network never went away. It still have, it still exists. It's just Peacock has the rights to it in the United States. Mm. That's the difference. So it's not like if WB was going to go over to Disney, oh, well, you can watch WB Network. That only would happen if <laughs> they would bring the WB Network would go to Disney Plus. Right. That's the only thing. And Disney Plus would love to have WB Network because their subscription service is in the tanker right now. Um, they're not really making any money off of Star Wars are any of the Marvel properties like they used to or what they thought they were going to do. You know, I saw the other day somebody was talking about the possibility that George Lucas would buy back Lucasfilm from from Disney. And Hmm. I don't see it personally happening. And, and, And it's because basically, I mean, you know, George Lucas, when he got that deal, he they, they he bought it with a they they sold it to him or I'm sorry he sold Disney and got a bunch of stock options from Disney, 
So if the stock prices, you know, if, 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 if Disney stocks drops, that depletes his income. It's kind of like what happened to old billionaire Ted back in the day with WCW and AOL Time Warner. So that's kind of where we're at. It's it's a lot of these little parts here that can become a big fucking problem. Yep. And it's a bunch of slippery slopes. Exactly. So we could go one direction or we can keep things the way they are. Personally, with, I, I don't know. You know, it's 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 tricky because when it goes back to Disney, Nick Khan is actually I think he's actually like really good friends with the guy that runs ESPN, the president of ESPN. He's really good friend. Like Nick Khan has these connects. Yeah. And then Endeavor, you know, uh, Ari has these connects as well over there. So it wouldn't be far fetched if they were to come to a deal with with Disney, but Disney would just find some way to screw it, screw it up. Like they've screwed up a lot of their properties that they had um, that aren't, aren't delivering. That'd be a massive move though. It would be a massive move. It, it would be a, it would be a massive move. And, and I don't know. It's just, they, but they've always had that relationship with NBC universal. So yeah, we'll see what happens. They, I mean, they're, they're in a, they're in the hunt right now. Also real quick, Warner Brothers Discovery is also stating once again that they would be interested in picking it up. Now, for people out there listening to No Gimmicks right now, I don't here's the thing. Here's the thing. Even <laughs> even if they were to pick up WWE programming, AEW is not going anywhere. No, no. They're not going I, anywhere. I, I would find that extremely interesting, though. It would be it, interesting. If it they, would be it, very interesting because, if they coexisted on the same platform. Yeah, because that means the Turner Networks would control... The two, Pretty much everything. Yeah, the two big companies in, in yeah. wrestling, which is a far cry from back in the day when they didn't want wrestling on the network. Yeah, so, that would be that would be some shit. Yeah, exactly. So it's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be very interesting to see uh, what happens in the future here with the TV rights deal for WWE. My personal opinion, I think that they stay with ABC, Universal, and Fox, with a slight chance that Disney picks up the TV rights. And uh, they work out a deal, and, and WWE is on ESPN or FX at this point because those are all under Disney. Yep. Yeah, I like it. I like it. All right, moving on. So, as reported earlier in the day, per Fightful, looks like AEW might be getting some uh, some help on a creative end, and it looks like a longtime uh, wrestler turned creative writer. Jimmy Jacobs, he was spotted backstage in AEW. Uh, I think you posted in the No Gimmicks group that it was confirmed by Dave Meltzer that he is indeed on board in AEW. Um, How big of a get is this, and how does this impact what they have going on? Well, it's funny you say that. How does this impact because he just came from impact. So that's interesting you say it like that. No, um, I think that it, it's going to be very interesting to see creatively what they come up with because once again, Jacobs is working once again with Chris Jericho. Right. And um, I believe what was Jacobs was fired from WWE, I think, because he took a picture with the Young Bucks. Remember when the Young Bucks and the Bullet Club? They tried to invade. When they invaded Raw in uh, yeah. Ontario or some yep. shit. 
And this is when Cody Rose is out there with him, and they had this like the big old boat pub thing out there and all that. Yep. Yeah, so he took a picture with them, and then um, they, they, they let him go him. after that. After that, yeah. <laughs> so I think that um, that Jimmy Jacobs got some. Uh, he got he has an accent grind here about some shit. And uh, how do you do that? You go over to the competition, you know, if you want to call it that. Um, I, I think it's a it's a get. But once again, is this somebody that Tony Khan is actually going to listen to and actually going to, you know, be able to put out these creative ideas and not have anybody stifle that shit? Um, that remains to be seen. But it, but it, but it is a, a good move for AEW to, to pick him up. Now, that's a bad thing for Impact, obviously. Right. But... It's a good thing for AEW because they need all the help they can get. Yeah, they do. And I do think this is, I personally think this is a good get for them. Um, Impact for the better part of two years has been creatively the best wrestling company out there. Their stories have been, have always been on point. Um, Their divisions are always great. The competition within the divisions are great. Um, a lot of these wrestlers have left those companies like AEW. There's a few AEW wrestlers that left AEW and showed up on Impact and are doing well in Impact. And I think right now with the with the addition of him and the expansion of a collision show, which they promoted heavily tonight, I think that's a great get for them. But I'm on I'm on I'm on your side with this one too. Will Tony Khan listen to him? Will he give him that creative freedom? And will he allow the stories to play out? Because I'll tell, I'll be honest, Impact Wrestling, their storylines, there are they're fire. They are really fire. And they allow things to breathe. I know Tony Khan's not a real fan of that, but they allow things to breathe, they allow things to play out. It's not rushed, and it's done really well. And he was really integral to that. So if they're bringing him in, I hope they let him have that freedom to let things breathe and play out and not rush a storyline and not just throw something together for the sake of throwing it together, but do something that makes sense. I hope I hope they go that route. Yeah, you know, it's very interesting to me that um, – so. You have Tony Schiavone there, and you say that Tony Khan is not really a big fan of of letting things breathe and he just want to rush something. Right. One of the one of the biggest things that made the NWO work in WCW was the commentary, was Schiavone and them telling that story with Bobby Heenan in the serious tone that they had with the story and they didn't, they, they let the story breathe and they would talk about it throughout the show and, and, and not let you, you know, even, even if it took away certain matches that were going on, they still kept you in. They kept the story story going. Yeah. You don't have that. And there's no hook in AEW that's going to make you want to keep watching that show because you already pretty much know after that's gone, you ain't going to hear about it until next week. Now, I will give them credit for something that they did tonight. During the MJF and Adam Cole match, um, which this is another thing I want them to get away from, stop giving me such great shit in the beginning of the show. 
Like this should be this should be like right before if they did this card as a build up, this is one of the best AEW dynamites they could have come out with. But instead, they give us a good match and then a bunch of filler and then a good match at the end, which doesn't hurt. It's not that bad, but give me give me a build up. I like a build up. And maybe that's preference, but what they did in that match in the first match was they told the story throughout the match. The commentating was on point for this match. They were pointing out the things that were uh, that were being focused on MJF. The psychology of that match was actually really good. They fo- they told the story on the body parts and why he's focusing on it. Uh, anytime it was harped on that he was focusing on the on the body part to soften it up and they kept building up to a to a finish of the match and it worked really well i want them to do more of that like i liked that commentating in that match and the way they just built it up it was serious um there were points in that match where i thought i thought adam cole was actually legitimately hurt because they they harped on his head injury and you know how how it's been hard for him to get back into the ring. So I like that part of it, and I like what they did in that match. It just wasn't consistent through the night. And if they do that consistently through the night, I think they may be hitting on something. That's just me. So I guess my question would be, why do we have Adam Cole wrestling MJF for free on Dynamite. I asked myself this question too, but the way <laughs> the way they set this up, and I was like, okay, I guess. But even then, I was like, why am I getting this match on Dynamite? Like, it was a championship eliminator. So if Adam Cole won, he would challenge for the title. Okay, that's great. But I guess they got Forbidden Door coming. And after that match, Tanahashi challenged MJF. MJF said no. But then they came back. And this that that's one of those things. It doesn't make sense, right? Like you 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 go against MJF. Uh MJF and Adam Cole start the show. They they wrestle to a draw. And now he's challenging Tanahashi uh, is challenging him for the title. He says, no. All right, well, give me Adam Cole. No, I don't get Adam Cole. I get Tanahashi. And it just didn't make sense to me that I got Tanahashi. It didn't make sense to me that I got this match on Dynamite when this is a pay-per-view quality match. And the match was really good. And the match gave me psychology. And the commentating was excellent. Why am I getting this match as the first match on Dynamite? It just, it didn't register with me. Because he's sacrificing pay-per-view matches for New Japan Pro Wrestling. I wasn't a a fan of it. I'll be honest with you. I wasn't a fan of that. They could have saved that shit. This? So after Forbidden, these two shouldn't have even touched this should have been an all-in match. If you really want me to be, if you really want me to be really 100 with it, you should have built this match up to to all-in. 
This could have been an all-in match. Yeah, and speaking of all-in, okay, so if you notice about all-in, they, they're probably going to be about, yeah, maybe maybe 70,000 tops in the building at this point, which is, mm-hmm. which is impressive. It's the largest uh, gate for uh, – uh, it's a, the, the largest uh, attendance for AEW. But – there's been no mention whatsoever of if this thing is going to be on pay-per-view. Not a damn thing. They're and keeping I, things close to the best and it's pissing fans off. Well, I don't think they're going to... I honestly think that this is not going to be on pay-per-view. I think this is going to be some taped shit and they're going to play it later. That's why I, think so. I would agree with that. Yeah, I would that's agree why, with that. That's what I think they're going to do. Because I remember back in the day when WWE did, uh, when WWE did SummerSlam out there, they had recorded it and they played it Monday. Right. So I don't think that's necessarily they have to do that because, I mean, Money in the Bank is going to be in England um, and they're going to be live, you know. I would I would guess because Money in the Bank happens before All In, right? Right. I would, I would guess or I would suggest that you watch Money in the Bank and see what happens at Money in the Bank. Why? Because if they if they are live and it's on a on Peacock or whatever, presumed pay per view premium live event. If that if that event is successful on a premium live event schedule. No way you should do this shit for free. There's no way. You get, you have to do a pay-per-view. Otherwise, you're shooting you're shooting shit, bro. It's like why give why do that for free? Why build up? Oh, I didn't say for free. I didn't say they were gonna do it for free. What are they I, gonna do with it? They could they could they could put that on their that that could be on the fight TV app. That could be on a number of different places. Mm-hmm. It's, it's most likely going to be on Bleacher Report. But here's the thing. It just would be a time difference is all it's going to be. They can produce a show. Yeah, like, yeah that's that's all it is. But like I said, they haven't even said they were going to do that. So that's kind of like, because, okay, I mean, because here's the thing. We're nowhere near the, the show. The damn show is in September. We're just barely, you know, in the middle of June. So we got some time here. You know what I'm saying? We got some time for them to decide what they want to do. I think the biggest thing was, can we can we do this? Can we sell all these tickets? Wait, now you know you can. You can. You did. But, right. all right, you need to work the logistics. Like, the logistics, th- this event for them is so huge, you need to be on point with everything. Yeah, it's big, it's big for them. It's yeah. big for AEW. It's big for the AEW roster. It is. And, and it's it's big now. And, and for WWE, it's like who gives a fuck? It's a drop in the it's a drop in the pool for them. But like for for AEW, this is the hugest thing that you've ever had. You have to be on point. This is like the biggest. It's the biggest first impression that's not a first impression. If that makes sense. Well, it's kind of like this Saturday with Collision. Right. And I'm like, you cannot recreate the CM Punk in Chicago shit that happened the first night he was there for Rampage. You can't recreate that. I don't think they're trying to do that. 
it's the second dance or some shit, the second coming or whatever the fuck it is they were calling it. Now, so based on the vignette that they played tonight, I don't think it's a good idea, but they're going to give him a live microphone. And in the vignette, he says, I don't know what I'm going to say until I have the microphone in my hand, but I have a lot to get off my chest. Yeah, so I mean, it's not really that big of a deal. He's not gonna he's not gonna go out there and say anything, you know, without Tony Khan's approval. Obviously, you have to play it. We we already know that this is a, this was a legal situation. This was a legal look, dude. You can say it all you want to. This there's a thing called a contract. There's called you can't say shit about disparagingly about the company. We we can sue you for that. Now, Tony, now, now 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 punk punks on a contract. Yeah. Making millions of dollars, correct. But guess what Tony Khan has? Tony Khan's a billionaire, and he has lawyers. Okay? So, follow, follow what they're telling you. You can go out there and say whatever you want to, but this is, remember, this is wrestling. It ain't real. Now, hey. me personally, me personally, I would do pie bomb number 2.0 is what I would do. I would go out there and shoot and this shit is what out I- of shit. That's this, what this, I think is coming. That's what that's what I would do. That, that's what I think is coming. But I but I think but I but I think what's gonna end up happening is I think punks I, I think punks gonna turn heel is what I think is gonna happen. I think he's gonna heal up on the fans. Oh yeah, most definitely. That's what I think. I think people are thinking that he's gonna go out there, he's gonna bash the elite and all that. I don't think he's gonna do that. I think he's gonna say the reason why I got hurt and all that was for you fucking idiots and yada 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 and all this bullshit. I think that's you don't even happen. want me here. You don't that, even exactly. want I'm me I'm so here. toxic and all that, but yet everybody else is around the roster saying he's not toxic. Matt Hardy's come out and say he's not toxic. Billy Gunn has come out and say he's not toxic. So it's a it was a bunch of bullshit. You know, it's a bunch of fanboys that pretty much got offended because they thought this this whatever whatever they thought. I mean, you look. My thing is this: you, you, a guy went out there and talked shit, basically called you guys out. Y'all should have just said, "Okay, whoop de whoop," and all this bullshit, and and been mad about it and been done with it. But they want to go and bust somebody's fucking locker room and shit. And yeah, I'm gonna swing it first because I don't know what y'all gonna do. And that's exactly what from all reports. That's exactly what happened. He swung first. Bomb first. Exactly. So we'll see what happens on 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 collision on Saturday, um, to see what he has to say. I'll tune in. I think it's going to be very interesting. I'm I'm kind of curious to see how the the stage will be for the show. Is going to look? Is it going to be? Is it going to be dynamite? Especially, is it going to be dynamite arena with just some change in the logos? Maybe, but what they so they announced tonight some matches. And they kind of set up one tonight, uh, Willow and Sky Blue versus Tony Storm and Ruby is going to be this Saturday, which, by the way, whoever booked Sky Blue versus Tony Storm, they need an Emmy. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you. You need an Emmy. Um. But yeah, they set up some things. Miro's going to be in action. Andrade is going to be in action. Um, what else? They have some. They have some pretty good stuff set up. But 
the main event is CM Punk and FTR versus Bullet Club Gold and Samoa Joe. That's the hell is, what, what, what the hell is Bullet Club, Bullet Club Gold? But if I knew, I'd tell you. It's as right. simple as that. If I knew, if I knew, I'd tell you. It's just two people, and it's it's Jay White and Juice Robinson. Yeah. So who's to say though? It's just going to be these two people moving forward. We're going. Exactly. We, I mean, they're called Bullet Club Gold, but you know the real Bullet Club is still out there. But that, I mean, are they wearing Bullet Club T-shirts? Yes. They come out to the Bullet Club music. Well, not, not that trashy ass new music they got. No, they come out to Jay White's music. Okay. Copy that. But it's it's they they're wearing Bullet Club t shirts, and they're saying they're Bullet Club gold. Well, that's excellent. Which leads me to think we may be getting Tomatonga soon. I hope so. Well, I know the WWF is trying to get Tomatonga for what they say. What so. are they going to do with? Tom and Tom and WWE. Oh, well, I, don't know. I don't know. These dumbass fucking people out here talking. Oh, put him in the bloodline. The dude's talking. He's not, <laughs> he, he's, he's not part of that family. Fuck Really? <laughs> but everybody that comes in, you know, put him in the bloodline. Put him in the bloodline. Put him in the bloodline. That's funny. Yeah. He's not even, he's not a part of that family. He's not a part of that. But they say, oh, put him in the bloodline. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit alright last topic so we have uh, a former intercontinental champion one time a former five time slammy award winner who has been making his rounds spewing all of his hatred the ultimate Ryback. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Now, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. <laughs> Before the show, like we 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 asked each other. Because it just it's like Ryback talks so much, man, and it's like you'd swear he was like this monster in the WWE. But those are his accolades. Those are his actual WWE accolades. WWE Intercontinental Champion once, which he won in an elimination chamber. And he's won five Slammy Awards. Which, here's the Slammy Awards. Crowd Chant of the Year for Feed Me More in 2012. Match of the Year 2014. This was Team Cena versus Team Authority. Newcomer of the Year 2012. Shocker of the Year, which was the debut of the Nexus in 2010. And Trending Now, which is his Feed Me More chant in 2012. Those are his WWE accolades. Wow. Great, ain't it? (laughs) But he talks so much, it's like you, I thought he won the WWE Championship on multiple occasions, the way this guy's talking. 
I, you know what? I don't have anything personally against him. I don't either. I just, I don't, I don't get it. Um, you know, I compared him to the Ultimate Warrior. And what I meant by that was, you know, Warrior had a high opinion of himself as well. You know what I'm saying? And Warrior, like Ryback, actually changed their name mm-hmm. to the gimmick name. Yep. So in saying that, I will say this. The difference between the two is that Warrior actually accomplished shit in the business. Warrior beat the Honky Tonk Man. Warrior ended the 484-day reign of the Honky Tonk Man at SummerSlam 89. SummerSlam 88 is when he beat him. Yeah, okay. he became a made man. Became a made man, and then went on to have the biggest match in his career versus Hulk Hogan in the heyday of Hulkamania at WrestleMania Six in Toronto at the Sky Dome, where he won the WWF Championship. Now, is saying that? Go ahead. Real quick, for those who don't know, that match, that that one match. Hulk Hogan versus Ultimate Warrior was probably, I would say, the biggest match up until Hulk Hogan and The Rock. The height of that match was so, it was crazy. You just had to be alive. It was crazy how how hyped that match was. You had to be there. But yeah, continue. Yeah, I don't necessarily agree with that. Uh, we've had I, we've had bigger matches than Warrior Hogan. The only the, the, the thing with Warrior Hogan, the dynamic there was this was the first time you had two baby faces right. in, in the main event. And, and right. guess what? Vince McMahon said he would never do it again. He hated it because I loved it. You split the crowd fifty fifty, and he he did not like that dynamic at all. He he hated it, and that's why they never did it again. I loved it. It was amazing. Well, they never did it again, but then they did it again. WrestleMania 12 with Brett and Sean, but whatever. <laughs> so I loved it. And saying and saying all that, right? Um, Ryback has a very high opinion of himself, but Warrior also, like I said, had a high opinion of himself. But Warrior actually did shit in the business. Warrior had good matches. Warrior actually, it, it was crazy because Warrior is actually. I think Warrior's a better was a better worker than Ryback. But it was because of this. I agree with that. Here's why Warrior was a better worker. It had something to do with athletic ability. It had to do with Warrior would listen. He would listen to, to Rick Rude. He would listen to Randy Savage. He'd listen to Hulk Hogan. And and they pull off these stellar matches. Now, when you didn't have any of these guys involved, Warrior sucked ass in a ring. Agreed. He was, he was shit. Agreed. You can only put Warrior out there in maybe a one or two minute squash match, and that was it. But if you had to do some kind of long winded thing, it just it was horrible. Look at the match he had with Papa Shango. You know what I'm saying? Look, uh. look at you know you know what I'm saying. I mean, <laughs> just just look at those matches. But anytime Warrior was out there with, with, with Randy or Rick Rude or or anybody like that, he could go out there and perform no problem. You know what I'm saying? So. That's why I think with that situation, I just, I, it's just funny to me that Ryback, you know, 
has this very high opinion of himself. But if you look at the accomplishments, it's just they're not there. It's like no. he just, I mean, everybody thought that Ryback was a, a Goldberg clone, Goldberg wannabe. And, and they talk about crowd chant. Trending. Yeah, they used to, this is what they should have been talking about, how they used to chant Goldberg when he was out there. And that's that's legit. Go back and watch some of those old Ryback. Oh, movies. yeah, it's true. They would chant Goldberg as soon as the guy got in the ring. This is true. And I and I personally think that Ryback was a hell of a lot better wrestler than Goldberg. Yeah, yeah, mm. he, had more, he had more to his repertoire. I okay, I'll give you that. Yeah, because Gold because Goldberg just had a Goldberg had a few moves. Ryback had a few moves as well, but Ryback could, could go in there and work a longer match than Goldberg could. I'll give you that. So yeah, but that's just all that that's just all opinion. It's it's all. It's all wrestling. It's all, you know, it's all sports entertainment. Yes, it is. It is. It's just funny to me. He's talking that spicy. Yeah. Well, he's always been spicy. He's always been, you know, (laughs) one one of those spicy guys, you know, uh, to go out there and talk shit, you know, because he knows he gets people talking. That's why we're talking right here with no gimmicks. It's true. That's it, man. This is true. All right. Uh, Last, last thing for the for the night and i wanted to bring this up again uh because last time we had a great discussion and we did a uh star wars battle okay and last time went pretty good we had a pretty good discussion uh shout out to the homie and white he he did he did it again he put out another one this week so let's debate it. And last time we had uh, Yoda versus Dark Side Yoda. Uh-huh. And we both agreed that Dark Side Yoda would be would be the victor. So this week we have Dark Side Yoda versus Darth Sidious. Ooh. Hmm. <laughs> Who wins? Um, wow. I'm going to give you my answer. I'll give you my answer now. So while you're thinking, I'm going to roll with, I'm going to roll with Darcidius on this. Yeah, that's where I'm at. <laughs> yeah. I'm, 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 I'm yeah, I'm, I'm agreeing. So I'm going with Sidious. I mean, a dark side Yoda. Yeah, I get that. But Sidious is like, that's that's the motherfucker. Yeah, 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 yeah. We don't have to debate too much on that one. But yeah, I, I like dark. I like dark side Yoda. I like what he brought to the table. Um, I was saying when when I saw this matchup. I would have loved to seen like what a full time dark side Yoda looked like because we only got a glimpse, a taste of what he what he could be. Um, I would have loved to have seen Yoda commit and just go to the dark side. If 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 only for a few minutes, just to see what that shit looked like. Cause I, I have a feeling that shit would be scary for everybody. Yeah. But the thing that we have, the thing we have to remember with Darth Sidious is Sidious is a a planner. You're right. And he's very patient with shit. I mean, look, look what he did with with, with Anakin Skywalker. 
Yep. You know how he how he was secretly, you know, built the the this empire right under the nose of the Republic and right under the nose of the Jedi, and how he had you know the 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 clones had the inhibitor chips and and at the the you know you know execute all that sixty six right there. You know yep. what I'm saying? So you gotta go with cities. Yoda, look, dark side Yoda, Yoda, whatever. Yoda couldn't even sense what the hell was going on. And he's supposed to be the, the, the OG, you know, dark, you know, you know, Yoda's supposed to be that dude. You know, the wisest of the wisest of the Jedi. You know what I'm saying? He's just, he's that guy. Yep. And he could not even sense what was going on there. He couldn't sense that this plan was, was, was happening. The only thing that the only one that kind of sensed kind of what was going on there was Mace Windu. When he says the the dark side yeah, sure. of the force surrounds him, there's something going on here. I there I you know there's a plot to destroy the Jedi or some bullshit like that. You know what I mean? So so I'm wrong with Sidious. I mean, come on, Sidious killed his he killed his master for God's sakes. So there you go. All right, I got you. I got I, I'm with you on that one. You don't know the power of the dark side. <laughs> nah, man, he fucking he's he's a he's a he's a tactician, a master manipulator. He sure was. Yeah, he was a master. When, especially when Mace Windu was was tapping that ass, he says, "Oh, help me, Anakin! I'm weak. I I can't hold on any longer. Don't believe this motherfucker. <laughs> he's gonna kill me. No, don't." Aha! Aha! Unlimited it's... power! Haha! <laughs> <laughs> got your ass! Yeah. Bitch, I got lightning in my hands, ho. Fuck you, fuck Ah, yes, good times. <laughs> All right, man, final thoughts, what you got? Final thoughts is people out there that are fans of the DC Universe, go check out The Flash. It's theaters. This weekend, actually starting up Thursday night, is they're doing the first showings. And what I've heard from people that have actually saw the movie, this movie is top notch. It, it is the shit. And and basically, Michael Keaton has come back and fucking saved this movie. This movie is all centered, supposedly all centered around his Batman and his universe. So go check it out. Oh shit! Oh shit! Yep. Uh, I hope, I hope, I hope. I really want to like this movie because Flashpoint Paradox is that shit is fucking chef's kiss. And I don't even like DC like that. But that shit is, is awesome. So if this movie is any good, I'll go check it out. If you're yeah. saying that, if you're saying that, I, I gotta go check it. Out. Yeah, no, I, that's I, I've heard that from this. I've heard it from people who have actually seen it. They're not giving out spoilers, but people who've actually gone and saw it, and then the the directors and the producers who have they they talked about this. They talked about you know they wanted to put Ben Affleck's Batman and bring him back in the situation, but this movie it's all about Michael Keaton's Batman, his universe, what's going on, his his timeline. That's what it's all about. So, and originally, moving forward in this universe, Michael Keaton was supposed to be the Batman. That's where they were going. They were going to bring back the Burton verse, moving forward. 
Mm. And that was going to start with the Batgirl uh, movie that, that got shelved. So, uh, we'll see what happens. But I, I think DC is going to have a monster on their hands with this one. And they're going to have to be like, oh, yeah. wait a minute. Wait a minute. Can we do some more? Because, you know, Michael Keaton's back anyways, you know, back in the spotlight. Because, you know, they're doing Beetlejuice, the new right. Beetlejuice movie. Right. So, so Keaton's back, man. Okay. Yeah. All right. I fucks with it. Yeah, absolutely. I'll go. I'll go check it out. I still got to go check out Spider Man across the multiverse too. But looks like I got to go check this one out too. So yeah, yeah, great. <laughs> All right, man. Anything else before we get up out of here? Yeah. So basically, right here in the great state of Texas, tomorrow is supposed to be going to be 103 degrees outside. Right. Fuck so if you have your animals out there, specifically your dog walkers, right? I say this to you. If you don't like walking out in the heat barefoot because it blisters your feet, right? What do you think it's going to do to your fucking dog's paws? Do you think they like it? No, they don't like it. So let's keep the dogs on the inside. Let's keep them in the air conditioner. Don't have them outside and, and um, abandoned for hours on end. It's just like leaving a child in a car with the windows rolled up like you stupid motherfuckers. Don't do that. All right? Let's just basically... Take care of your animals, and if you really want to take care of them, you want to control the pet population. We don't have all these animals running all around and shit with no homes and all this shit and seeing them on the side of the road after they've been hit by cars and shit. Just a bunch of bullshit. Have your pets spayed or neutered. And that's all Frankie has to say about that. And if you don't like it, I got two words for you. All right, man. That's all. I, I have nothing else. Oh, one one last thing. Uh, August 12th, San Antonio, Texas, Mission Pro Wrestling, Boiling Point. Uh, we're going to be working our way to sponsoring that card as well. So uh, go check it out. But that's it. So for myself, for Frank D, for the No Gimmicks Podcast, for the Dat Feeling Podcast Network, thank you guys for tuning in to No Gimmicks Until next time, have a good one and enjoy the fucking wrestling.